Welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, and I'm here with Liz. Hey! And if it's your first time listening or watching, you can always follow or subscribe. It's free, and you can always unfollow and unsubscribe. How are you doing, Liz, while you're trapped in your home for this past weekend? Uh, uh, I'm doing alright. Work has been a little crazy. I'm just getting back from being on nights to days again. So, you know, that transition is always hard. Yep, you are now, (laughs) you're living my life now. (laughs) Except you, well. Oh, yeah, I'll be doing it again next month. That'll be fun. Uh, Yay! Wait, wait, wait. My uh, supervisor goes, uh, hey, Liz, uh, can you do these nights? And he's like, oh, man, I got two of those nights because I believe the the technician's taking almost uh, a full week off and uh, he's got two, another one has one and I have four of them so pretty much the whole week and I looked over at him and I'm like oh, you're complaining about your two nights and I'll be doing four nights? Do you want to switch? (laughs) Do you want to split it up? I mean, mean, I'm willing (laughs) he's like uh, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm yeah, don't even bitch about your two nights compared to my... You have at least more time to recover. I will have like two days to recover and then come back to a day and then get off again. <laughs> so, uh, hush, hush. No, no, no. Okay. Don't Otherwise, say nothing. <laughs> I look at that Otherwise, shit. I'm okay. Um, struggles at work, but you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, yep, work is work, sadly. Sometimes you have to struggle. Yeah. And, and other days there could be good days. Um, but yeah, um, I'm joking halfway through that we're kind of stuck indoors. Uh, we don't have it as bad as some other parts of the country in the United States, you know, but some people around us make it seem like it's the end of the world when there's like a, like a couple inches of snow. Uh, because it's Oregonian, so low. <laughs> so, um, fortunately, we're going to be at least cozy in our nice warm uh outfits for today and just kind of hang out and just you know enjoy quote a snow day it hasn't been feeling like winter even though it's been winter uh at least in our part of the of our little little part of oregon uh as a little bit i mean granted it's rain for us most of the time and it has been cold but not super cold so i I can be thankful for that um but yeah, it definitely took a plummet after the new year. <laughs> definitely. So. You would think like, oh, the year of recovery. No, you know, you're going to still get beaten down a little bit by mother nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, at least mother at, nature will do her part. But luckily for us, at least you and me, we are going to be indoors a little bit and enjoying the enjoying the solace of home for a bit. Um, but yeah, that's fun. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want to be cozy up, you can always, uh, get some of our merch at merch.tyrantdominus.com. Get some cozy merch and stay warm, uh, or look nice, you know, and support the show as much as you can. Uh, if you don't want to, you want to do something that is free and still benefits 
helping us. You can always share the podcast on all social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, threads, you know, Facebook. Facebook. I always forget Facebook. But if we, we get some, <laughs> we get some Facebook people to join us. It's like I've been posting on um, I have I haven't properly used Facebook in a very long time. Like personally, but I do use our Facebook um, page account and I do kind of just share on on my timeline. I don't know how, if I've anyone even sees my timeline anymore uh, because uh, occasionally from time to time, but not often enough sometimes. But I don't I'm not on Facebook streaming a lot. I've been on Insta a little bit more. You know, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and before I want to talk to you a little about that. Uh, but yeah. And if you want another, the best way, word of mouth, word of mouth, tell a friend, tell a family member, uh, tell a random stranger on the street. Just uh, let them know about the show. Just because that really helps us out. Uh, we've been growing little by little. Me and Liz the other day went over our stats for the year. We really appreciate the growth and uh, appreciation, not only on podcast platform, but on YouTube. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. to kind of just start a little bit. Yeah, you you were, if we go back a couple episodes, not a couple, a few, like a year or two episodes, you're really anti-social media uh, I I know I'm a little. Like. <laughs> I know I'm I'm a little I'm a little to blame to kind of give you into that that the drug of TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but you somehow started using Instagram. What kind of got you using it? I know like Instagram wasn't really your cup of tea, and I think we, the only time I told you to get on it was to kind of just change uh, your t- uh, your tag just to make it easier for Facebook because Facebook and Instagram are integrated. Um, but what what got you kind of into the Instagram like like game basically? Um, I kind of like it all because it's a little bit like a Pinterest TikTok. Oh my god, um, I so haven't heard a little mishmash. I haven't heard Pinterest in forever. <laughs> I, but I still use Pinterest, unfortunately. I am because I can't come up with some great gluten free recipes without uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Pinterest. So Pinterest is my foundation. So I can take some original recipes and see, manipulate them a little bit because I can. There are things because um, gluten free has come along. Not a single way fuck since, was given um, this day. The uh, beginning years of my stages where you're like, oh, what can I, can I not have? Um, and how do I change ratios on flowers and stuff like that? But now that it's gotten better because there is more of a one to one ratio out there. Um, out there so that helps benefit so I can look at recipes and look at that so I've been looking at uh, Insta a little bit more because it kind of gives me like my Pinterest like ideas of like what meals we could prepare since we are now down to like uh, one counter space and just an oven and stove yes I I finally got to see Liz's place and it's better better than I thought but worse than i was expecting i think that's the best way i can explain it um yeah that because you you can tell someone so much and you can kind of share photos to an extent but when you have it like in your face like goddamn because it could have got worse too yeah from what we were talking about mm-hmm. that day uh you guys lucked out a little bit but so but yeah you you've been on that social media game um a little bit not posting but you've been using it uh which you know i'm not i'm not attacking you for this like i know uh, we've joked about the 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 overuse of social media but you know 
there, there are moments where you can just take a, like if you use it sparingly, just to kind of like kill a few minutes, um, uh, just to just scroll. It's usually what it is. It's usually a few minutes. Like it's about if, 15 minutes a day, a if, day, a day. It's not always consistently in one spot, but you know, you know, as I long as yeah, and have fun with it because I can find some funny videos, send them off to my friends, and then or funny memes or, or great recipes between my sister and I because we go back and forth. And she goes, "Oh, I found this on Insta. Here's this recipe." <clears throat> now she just sends it directly to me, and we go back and forth on this recipe. So, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. Oh, maybe we could try this recipe, or we could change this recipe a little bit to what we're doing with our current diets right now, like. I think my sister, because of what's gone on on her husband's side of the family, they're kind of tweaking it to be heart friendly, and I tweak mine to be a little bit um, gluten free and stuff like that. So we tweak things a little bit on our ends to they'll be like, oh, we could take this meal and do this part of it, or that meal and do this part of the meal. And so it's kind of fun. We and then we're like, oh, we experiment with it too, or. Or when she comes to town, we try these new recipes and see how we like them and say, oh, yeah, well, this is what I would do the next time around with this recipe. This is what I would, you know. So it's kind of fun. I have been enjoying a little bit. It's more of a a fun break for me. And uh, between my one of my other best, my be- other my besties out there, you know who she is, um, we go back and forth with some funny, 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 fu- funny memes and inappropriate, but hilarious all the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's the 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 healthiest way to use uh, social media for the most part. As far as these like things, you kind of just use it sparingly. Use it for for certain purposes to uh, and to kind of goof around when you're kind of at that point. Like my brother, who's on it for hours at a time, and we call him out on it. Like there, there's only so much I can do. Um, even like me, I think. I think I've been using it a little bit more recently. I think some people have saw me posting. I saw you <laughs> posting back at me. And I'm like, because I sent you some fun ones too. I know I have. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to be like, as big as it's one of my goals for this year is to be a little bit more, not social media present. It's more use it more actively in the sense where, you know, we have to. We're trying to grow the show little by little. You know, we have fun with it, but we still want to, you know, want to share it to as many people as we can. So I'm trying to use it, it to the best of my knowledge and still post some fun stuff and, and you know, just see what people are using it for. Because, like, um, this is a kind of a side story. This is not going to jump into something. Because TikTok recently just added their TikTok shop portion, kind of like their own Amazon uh, shopping thing. And... The the past couple days when I've been on TikTok, it's just been nothing but people using it as like posting for ads. Like I bought this item. Yeah, it has been. And it's yeah, it has been very frustrating. I think that's why I kind of straight away. I mean, I still watch a couple of my people that I watch and I follow that I really enjoy watching, but I make sure I just go straight to their stream because yeah, the I, follows. Yeah, I'm so done. Yeah, the follows. Yeah. I, I I'm tempted to do that a little bit because I have because they have the 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 friends tab the follows tab and the just for you and now there's like the shop tab and I I generally was enjoying the for you a little bit just to give to give you a little di- like variety which I kind of enjoy just to see like what 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 is TikTok giving us today um and I've been getting some fun ones some like yourself some fun recipes and like ooh that looks delicious. I was in like food TikTok for like a couple days. 
I'm like, man, this is getting me hungry. This is not the good way to start uh, <laughs> the prep for 2024. Um, and but then like the hold an update to uh, the food, to- uh, not the the shop talk. I'll say call it that. And it's just like now, like almost every fifth is someone promoting a shop item. I'm like, um, like I just kind of keep scrolling a little past that. And I, I've tried the non non interested things, but sometimes it's just like it's the algorithm, you know. Uh, but that's kind of me just tangenting it off as far as like social media. Will the interesting thing as far as that is like, will TikTok shop be a a chance competitor for Insta? Uh, amazon um maybe not at the moment but maybe in the future well you know who knows who knows i mean instagram is just as bad too so true sometimes yeah but i don't it's just again the algorithm how they uh, picks you yeah yeah because you use reels i'm not a reels kind of person um i'm i'm when i go to when i go to it's my instagram for me for anyone wondering I use Instagram for uh, very few people who I follow some family kind of like it's kind of like my what Facebook was for me just for family and a few friends. But I use it mostly as uh, DMs for certain people Uh, because I used to use Twitter, but Twitter slash X is a hot mess. And I'm never going to touch that with a temple full as far as talking about it. Um, But Instagram for me is for communicating with people uh contacting messaging people um just because it's easy a slightly easier um and people know kind of who i am at that point um and yeah i i use it more kind of like how we use discord though it's just a messenger app uh because i know a lot of people don't use that because nowadays sometimes people don't even give you their their phone numbers it's like oh here's my snapchat here's my insta um like which is fine i think sometimes it's like better than giving your phone number uh but yeah but besides that besides that topic it's just like i use instagram for just scrolling through photos kind of posting for the the shows and maybe what i'm doing uh or posting when podcasts go live and things like that so uh i think that's how i use it and i haven't really i like post reels so for anyone like you do reels i know i do reels but i don't go on reels uh maybe i should check it out to see what's what's on reels because a lot of the times when 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 tiktok was getting popping off and i was starting to use tiktok when i went to go check instagram reels sometimes it was just re-uploaded tiktoks i'm like hmm i was doing the same i'm not gonna lie i was doing the same thing i was re-uploading my tiktoks onto my reels I, i'm 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 i am a culprit of that as well i'm not gonna deny that okay but it's just easier. It's just easier because I it's the same short form, uh, long form media. Not long form, but uh, phone media. So but that's uh, that's the, the end. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm going to roast Liz for being on so much social media in the recent days. <laughs> and who got me on it? Okay, so I... I, that, I, guy. I <laughs> that guy. Okay, so I accidentally <laughs> gave Liz a little, a little too much of that drug. But, you know... It's all his fault. It's all his fault. <laughs> At least, but uh, Instagram has definitely given me some ideas of what I want to do with um, when I take my wonderful trip abroad, and and it's definitely given me some ideas of what I want to do when I have some free time. Now, I plan on doing some more hiking and doing some fun stuff and enjoying myself a little bit more. So it's giving me some ideas. I like it. Nice. 
All right, before we get to the main actual stories, um, if you want to join me and some of uh, our like uh, friends uh, of the show, we've recently, like I said, I was starting a live stream. We did some impromptu live streams the day before. Here's a little clip. We're good. Oh We're my good. God, it's coming downstairs. Oh, oh my God, Jesus. You there's an exit, there's an exit, there's an exit. Come on, come downstairs. Come downstairs. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm scared. There's a, there's a door here. She's heard if it's coming. Look, close the door, close the door. Okay, we just gotta find an exit. You said there was an exit down here! I thought it was. You... Jesus, did we just trap ourselves in here? Uh... Jesus! <laughs> We're the only ones with the flashlight! Is it there? It's up there. If you can hear it, it's up there. I'm gonna go check. Jesus, out. Jesus. Behind. No! Shit! He's right there! Jesus! Run, run! Close the door, close the door! So yeah, you can see we were having a little fun. You can go follow us there. Uh, there should be a link down below uh, at twitch.tv uh, tyrant underscore dominus. Uh, there should have been a link uh, in a QR code. And you and yeah, it's fun. Uh, I don't know if Liz caught a little of that. It was pretty late, but um, yeah, I was watching my TV by the time you got to it. <laughs> I was running to check out for the day. <laughs> nah, it's fine. After a couple of years. Hey uh yeah we were drinking and my homemade goat free pizza <laughs> like we were we were doing the same thing just having some some brews and having fun with everyone and it was impromptu uh it's one of those things like it's i was i'm prepping for the year i did a prep stream too the day before uh to kind of like get ready for like we mentioned earlier uh we're prepping for 2024 i was prepping stuff for uh, my top 10, my top five shows and movies, uh, of 2023, those are getting done. They should be out by the end of the, the month or what's today? Probably by, I'm going to say some, sometime, sometime the end of next, the, the, when this gets released, the end of the end of this week or the beginning of next week. Um, so that's roughly when those should come out. So you can kind of. Grill me to see what what if my top five are, are right or wrong, but they are my opinion. Um, and then just prepping some some stuff for the for the show a little bit, uh, just to kind of get ready. Me and Liz have already scheduled ourselves out for the next couple weeks, so we know like okay, we be as much as like we we, we want to just hop on and just like shoot the shit. It, it takes a little bit of planning, so we don't, we're not all over the place. It sounds like we're all over the place. Ima this is us planning. Imagine if we were, we're not. That's called us convoluted. <laughs> <for reasons. laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, look forward. We are we're, we're getting some stuff ready for you guys. Like we were we were not joking. I know we've been saying a lot last year, but we're, we're not joking. I think this year is going to be the year. Uh, a lot of things are going to get done. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's uh let's start with. Uh, you know, I'm I'm grilling Liz, but you know, I'm gonna keep grilling Liz. I'm gonna grill her about her parenting a little bit. Oh, really now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or actually, uh, who? What is the name of this gentleman? The, the, the 
Eric Adams is a person who is going to teach us how to. Oh no, my God. He's going to teach us how to search a child's room. Okay. Really, New York's weirdest guy. Mm, yeah, but. <laughs> All right. So uh, Liz is going to watch it on her thing. I'm going to play the audio for us. You can look at a jewelry box, a jewelry box of this nature, maybe a simple jewelry box, but if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance, a gun. In a jewelry box, the guy finds a gun. Look at picture frames behind them, cameras, try to determine what's, what's taking place. Behind a picture frame, you can find bullets. Behind a picture frame, bullets. But always when your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, look okay. through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book. Something simple as a crack pipe. Crack pipe, yes. Something simple as a, as a baby doll. Could be just a baby doll, but also it could be a place where you can secrete or high drugs. Run your hands Baby over doll. the Okay. and see if you feel anything that's unusual. Like a pillow like this where the button is a perfect invitation to hide something. And I felt something bumpy. I would reach in, see what it is. Just look and see what's inside your bookcases. It could be more than just books. Perfect place to hide uh, cocaine. Oh, Lord. Oh, my word. All right, Liz. Um, I think it's time that we need to do, you need to do a room check. For your daughter, for Mel, and say, oh you, you never know, you know, you might find some bullets, <laughs> a crack pipe, <laughs> a crack pipe, some weed. Oh my god, the way my kid cleans that room, I am, I doubt that it will be possible, but okay, okay. Uh, I break into all her, her figurines. You gotta, you gotta check everything. I mean, they got like boxes of figurines everywhere. Like, mm, I might be hiding something in there. You never know. You might feel something. Oh, it's behind the figurine. <laughs> you got, you gotta shake it. it. Might there might be something in there? Uh, <laughs> this guy, the, the, it's a gun. He just pulls a couple guns. I'm like, how does my kid have access to guns? <laughs> this person never leaves the room. <laughs> it's wild. Never leaves the house. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where people put these public announcements and I'm like who did no one stop you because someone had to edit that and like record it it's like it looks professionally recorded I don't know how the guy even did it with a straight face to tell you the truth <laughs> I was laughing the whole entire time I'm like if it was me doing that show I gotta be like mm, yeah I'm gonna pull out this gun <laughs> Now we and we won't we won't deny as kids we used to hide things from our parents like little things and nooks and crannies we won't like we, we've done that but it, yeah but it was stupid stuff it wasn't like obscene shit like this and I, I also won't deny that it's not impossible people do do this um for different circumstances you know uh but there it, to to kind of give it as a general thing and like not. Not not every kid is gonna be on that level. It's it's wild, and then so many people were in the comments and stuff like that. Actually, I didn't read the comments.
this is okay. There's one saying this is so much cocaine for your kid to have in their room, like a little baggie. Uh, let's see what else in there. He calls the candles cameras. Candle cameras. Why are there cameras facing? Hmm, that is. Uh, hard to believe this is real and not an SNL skit from the late 90s. True, true. <laughs> it does feel like that. Feel that vibe really hard. <laughs> if this kid is uh, secreting drugs onto dolls, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> uh, Why have, they have a doll anyways in general <laughs> at that age. God, it, the comments just go wild from there, and it's um, it is, it is interesting. I'm not gonna lie, it is interesting, uh, because I, I get, I get it. We are in that that in that those moments where people are the best way to put it. You just never know anymore. Uh, we don't know anymore, but we know too much sometimes. It's a, it's a mix. It's like, mm-hmm. like you, you, you know something's happening and you, some people just don't want to know, don't want to hide it, just ignore it. Um, but then once it's, you're hit with reality, it's like, oh, how are you going to handle that? Uh, but yeah, it, it's, and then you, you have people who are like shoving in your face, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's one extreme to the next extreme. There's no in between. It's just straight to extremes. Okay. Talking about extremes, <laughs> let's talk about the Florida man. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Florida man sues Duncan after exploding toilet leaves him covered in poo. Boom. When was the last time you had Duncan's? Again, it's one of those things. I can't have the dairy and Dunkin'. I can't have the and I'm gonna keep <laughs> the donuts in general. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep shoving in your face to the ends of time. I know, I know. I'm screwed with you. Stuck with me till the ends of time. <laughs> a Florida man is suing Dunkin' Donuts for a hundred thousand dollars after he was reported injured by exploding toilet in the popular coffee chain. Dunkin's, formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, is a prom- prominent American coffee chain that gone viral for its recent collaborations with high-profile celebrities and influencers like rapper Ice Spice and tech talk star Charlie D- D'Amelio. Uh, oh, we talked about Charlie D'Amelio. Isn't that funny? Yeah. However, one Dunkin' uh, location is in Central Florida is seeing an explosive surge and attention after a male customer experienced an unfortunate incident in its bathroom. Paul Karok Karak is uh, seeking $100,000 in damages after he claims a Dunkin' toilet in Florida Winter Park put it on him a year ago, causing severe and long-term injuries. Ooh, that does not sound fun. According to reports on ABC News, the explosion covered Paul in all manner of human feces, urine, and debris. Uh, Paul says he sought help for um, store staff after the alleged explosion with one employee claiming they were aware of the issue with the toilet prior to the ordeal. (laughs) Paul's now looking to sue the location for negligence in a lawsuit filed on Wednesday, January 3rd, a year after the situation initially took place. 
While the ICU obtained in ABC News didn't contain many details about the explosion, it does state that Paul suffered bodily injury and is requesting both counseling and mental health care as a result of the incident. This is far from the latest crappy ordeal to go viral as of late. In September 2023, a plane was forced to make an emergency landing after a passenger suffered uh, from what we described as a pilot as biohazard diarrhea that dribbled down the aisles of the craft, causing a major stink. Ugh. <laughs> I love this author, though. <laughs> That's good. That could be funny. <laughs> I love the puns. <sighs> it almost sounds like my uh, Walmart guy <laughs> that I have posted, too. But yeah, that's it's wild that when one moment you're just like going in, grabbing a coffee and donut, and then next moment you are up the river and through the woods, you know, <laughs> with chunks and pieces too. <laughs> you know, I, and the thing is, like sometimes, like uh, uh, the 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 lawsuit, the settlement that might come from it, it's like is. The suffering you're going to deal with is it, but I don't know how much mental suffering being the person known as the guy uh, being covered in poop. But you, it is a Florida man. <laughs> it is a Florida man. But Florida man, Florida man. It's a, uh, I don't know. How, how would you feel if this was you? I'd <laughs> be so disgusted. Ugh. Like, to get any of your orifices to, like, you don't know what is all in people's excrement. Uh, definitely, is definitely a biohazard. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be uh, traumatized for sure. <laughs> like, I'm never going into a different toilet unless it's my own home toilet again. <laughs> Same. It's just, yeah, it's just like I, I can't foresee myself in that situation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, talking about your this a little bit of a crossover. Let's continue with that. So a Texas a Texas man is suing Walmart and is seeking one hundred million or unlimited free lifetime shopping. God, you can do so much shopping at Walmart. <laughs> so know, right? so what happened here? A Texas man is suing Walmart and is seeking a hundred million in damages or unlimited free sh- lifetime shopping at any location. Uh, uh, Riddick Johnson of uh, what's is it Wascom? Yeah, Wascom, Texas. Wascom? Yeah, yeah. Uh, filed two handwritten complaints Monday in the U.S. District Court for the West uh, Western District of Arkansas, Walmart headquarters in Bento uh, Bentoville, Arkansas. Bentonville. Uh, the complaint did not go into detail on about why Jackson is suing. Okay, that is weird. Uh, the, complaint, the complaints allege that the incident occurred in March 2021 at a store in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and involved false pretense of shoplifting and the violation of Jackson's civil rights and based on race uh, slash color. Jackson is also asking that Walmart pay all of his court fees. He filed the complaint without any attorney and could not be reached at the phone number listed for him. Oh my God. Some people are just <laughs> wild with lawsuits. A spokesperson yep. for Walmart said Thursday that it does not tolerate discrimination of any kind. Mr. Jackson alleges that are almost identical to the lawsuit filed against our company in 2021 that was dismissed. We intend to defend our company against any allegations once it has been properly served and 
uh, will quickly ask the court to dismiss any claims that that are without merit. That's that's you know that's fair. You know you got to defend your company as much as it's Walmart. Uh, let's see. In 2021, Jackson and Walmart, uh, uh, Jackson sued Walmart over the same alleged incident, and he wrote in that complaint that he was racially profiled and falsely accused of the crime, which led to the uh, his being arrested. According to the complaint, Jackson uh, suffered emotional stress, pain from the handcuffs. The complaint did not name the police department. He initially saw 100 million and a huge credit for the future shopping but later amended the complaint and asking for $170 million, uh, in damages. The case was dismissed the year before he failed to properly serve Walmart. This is just a deranged person. <laughs> I get it. I get what he's coming from. But at the same time, like, this is ludicrous. <laughs> there. No, there. without merit. Yeah, no representation. Yeah, like, dumbass. Nobody's going to represent you. <laughs> It's one of those things when we get into these kinds of stories where people are suing for outrageous things. Sometimes there are some legitimacy to them, but sometimes there's just some just some crazy like doing something. Was there potentially a chance for it to be racial? Maybe you never know these days. But it's when people don't take the time to use the process. You know, it's um, it's it's wild. This guy just hand wrote like complaints and it's just it's not gonna work like you're fighting against walmart like big <laughs> who has a million lawyers lined up to go <laughs> like <laughs> and you're one person buddy and you have a team of one you're not gonna get far <laughs> it's and yeah and then the outrageous the outrageous uh, amount of damages like We've we've read stories and talked about stories uh, that have these crazy amounts. I won't deny that. Uh, but some, sometimes they're, they're, things can get a little obscene. Hey, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. It's like I, I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna I'm gonna sue a hospital for a billion dollars because they like like sprayed my pinky. You know, like this the the doctor and the nurse accidentally fell on my pinky. I'm suing you guys for a million dollars. That's how much is a billion, a billion dollars, a million is too low. Actually, a, a million. That's how, how much it's going to cost me in American insurance to pay break that fix that pinky. A million. So I need a billion. All this stress and stuff. Oh God. You could... uh, not like the debt of America is not thirty four million dollars. So trillion dollars. Excuse me. <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs> it just, I, 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 I like talking about these stories because it, it's, it is, it is one of those things where it, it's, we, we don't, sometimes we don't read the articles just to kind of get a little glimpse to actually read it. Uh, at least I don't. I don't know about you, Liz. Um, I don't, you know, I read the, the titles and say, hmm, is it worthy enough to be on this podcast? Yes, uh, <laughs> I post it and I don't even touch it after that. Yeah, for the most part, <laughs> we 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 get lucky with stories and stuff. Like sometimes they're not that wholesome, or they are very trigger happy. I, I would say, but it's one of those things we we talk about them because they they caught our interest. Uh, there are there have been a lot of stories that we um, not amend uh, decide not to talk about because of certain reasons. Um, but yeah, they they. These are the ones where it's like, what happened here? 
we got to know more. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad we, we did. must, but we have to wait until the day of the podcast when we really relish in the the true essence of it. It's fresh out of the bag. <laughs> or, or you know, to be to be more precise, fresh out of the box. So let's start to, about the <laughs> next. I'm, let's send. Let's. I'm gonna send you a box. Send you a package, Liz. <laughs> no. What is it gonna open? Tell me I'm what's good. that box. I'm visit you. No, no, no. Open <laughs> the box. <laughs> what's in the box, Liz? No, I'm not opening the box. What's in the box, Liz? <laughs> go, go for it. Read the article. I'm reading. I'm sorry. My bad. eBay to pay three million dollars after a former employee sent live insects and a bloody pig mask to harass a couple. Yay! <laughs> it's like the new Amazon, except on the lethal side. <laughs> eBay will pay a three million dollars uh, criminal penalty for a harassment campaign, including sending live cockroaches of a Massachusetts-based couple who ran a newsletter that was sometimes critical of the company. eBay was charged with six criminal offenses, including stalking, witness, tampering, and obstruction of justice, after several of the company's employees sent disturbing packages to a home of a Ina and David Steiner. In 2019, including a bloody pig mask, a fetal pig, Five insects and a funeral wreath. <clears throat> Ooh, that's crazy. Mass- I know, right? I feel like Saw wasn't part of this. <laughs> You're right. It feels like it. A bloody ma- pig mask. Dun, 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 dun. According to Massachusetts U.S. Attorney's Office statement, the $3 million settlement announced Thursday is the statutory re- maximum fine for eBay's charges. The state's acting U.S. Attorney Joshua Levy called eBay's conduct absolutely horrific in the statement. The company's employees and contractors involved in the campaign put the victims through pure hell in a petrifying campaign aimed at silencing their reporting and protecting the eBay brand, Levy said. As a part of its settlement, eBay will be required to retain an independent corporate compliance monitor for three years and enhance its compliance program. In a Thursday statement on the company website, eBay CEO Jamie Ionon uh, called the company to conduct in 2019 wrong and reprehensible. Uh, we continue to extend our deepest apologies to the Steiners for what they endured since these events occurred. A new leader has joined the company, and eBay has strengthened its policies, procedures, controls, and training, Ionon said. According to the U.S. Attorney's statement, eBay employees, including Jim Baugh, um, the senior director of safety and security at the time, were frustrated with the tone of the designer's newsletter, which aimed to provide information to eBay sellers. The intimidation campaign, which took place in August of 2019, sought to push the couple to the change the content of the newsletter. The disturbing packages concluded, oops, ah, oh, damn ad. Fuckers. That's fine. I think we get the gist of it. I, I feel I feel a little bit bad for Ina and David. They were just running a a, a newsletter, a, you know, just a, a kind of a a opinion piece, right? In my in my my thoughts, right? That's what I'm hearing from from this article. Yeah, everybody has right to a voice, right? The Second Amendment, basically, oh, right? Second, third? I don't know. First one, no. First, freedom of speech is number. Right to speech. Yeah. It's freedom of speech. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. Come on, Liz. Be an American. America. Ah. <gasps> oh, well, you know. 
They say right now Ireland is uh, trying to look for some extra people. So uh, potential move are going to get their. Uh, uh, people of descendants of Ireland, so any anyway, of your grandparents or great grandparents of Ireland can get citizenship. So, if that's being said, if a fortuitation of it all, I will be eventually a dual citizenship too. <laughs> all right. Just by going down the line. <laughs> We're just going to have, once you move to Ireland, we just got to figure out the schedule. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it kind of sucks because they, these guys were basically bullied in such a nasty way, basically like and it started back in 2019. Ooh, just, just entering the pandemic. Oh God, that's horrible. Just before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I just started my workplace about that time frame, So that is very interesting how that is happening. Because, yeah, if you think about it, it's it's pre-pandemic, but they were getting harassed constantly. So it was entering into the pandemic when people were shipping and stuff like that. And it's just like you you can't technically escape it because you're stuck at home and things like that. And and it's just so gruesome. It's like they're using bugs and spiders and then they're using scare tactics. I'm kind of glad that they're facing, was it, what was it, six criminal charges uh, to some yeah. of these people? But it sounds like it wasn't just employees. It seems like it went all the way to the top. And that's what's so, so malicious about this, you know. And it's almost peer pressure, too. Is if you don't do this, you lose your job, essentially. And people obviously, you know, at the time of the pandemic, you know, you, you kind of relish in what you had for a job. So, well, yeah, you know, some people probably like, oh, my boss is telling me to do this. You know, some people will like, I find pleasure in that, too. Uh, the other thing is, I it sucks that there were also. It sounds like, uh, where was that in the article, that they they released their their private address and were putting uh uh th- their their address online for potential sexual encounters and just like yard sales and stuff like that's so that's ba- that's doxing based that's doxing to a point you know, uh, and that can harm people in most of the way. There's we've read stories about doxing in the, the in the worst kind uh because you know there's some ones where people oh i'm just gonna buy a pizza and send it to someone right uh but then there's ones where some people there's one less person in that household um and but so what's happening to some of these people so the ringleader is sentenced to 57 months in prison that's good um 56 five years like, roughly uh just roughly about almost five years yeah uh, just a little shy of five years so so <laughs> some of my thoughts on this little bit is like i know you know ebay's like kind of reprehensible harassment campaign against the um, ian and david it's disturbing you know and it has some it does have some significant legal and ethical consequences for the, the for ebay uh, the three million penalty and the requirement, uh, the corporate, uh, is very, yeah, you know, it's a very, I don't know if that's enough for the damages for that signers and, you know, insured, I think it'd be a little bit more costly for the mental health, for the harassment and the years it took, it went on. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day, this case in particular, 
underscores the critical importance of ethical content and accountability when it comes to corporate behavior, you know, it really showcases that in the darkest light. Um, and it's a sad thing for people like us. I don't ever use eBay. I've never, I think I've used it once in my lifetime, but, um, it really does show that you don't want to support a company who might take legal action against you if you, or, you know, harassment, who harass you with whatever they want to. So. Yeah, we, we talk about a lot of things. Imagine if that we started like, oh, Dunkin' Donuts is going to stop us. eBay, Walmart. Like, all right. At the, no, more, no more of those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Exactly. Uh, well, well, it is what it is. I hope the best for the signers, um, because they they suffered a lot. Truly, um, <laughs> they suffered a lot. Um, yeah. all, all right. Let's talk about some some local airborne news. I, I, I this is something I really wanted to talk about because we we love talking about uh, airline stories a lot here. Yeah. Well, you know, that kind of screwed my mom over too. You know that, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. We, okay. Let's read the story and then you can kind of explain a little bit uh, what happened. Okay. Here, uh, you, you read the story while I kind of, my computer's acting up a little bit. Uh, Alaska Airlines, this is not a ground Boeing jet, despite warning signs of common comes under scrutiny. Portland, Oregon. Uh, the decision by the Alaska Airlines to stop flying one of its planes over the Pacific Ocean to Hawaii due to the warnings from a cabin pressurization system. <clears throat> yep, keep flying it over land. It is raising questions about whether jets should have been in the air at all. The nation's top accident investigator says warning lights were triggered on three flights, including each of the two days before the brand new Boeing 737 MAX 9 suffered a terrifying fuselage blowout. Uh, Friday night, uh, plug covering a spot over spot left Bruh. for a uh, emergency door tore off the plane at a sixteen thousand feet above Oregon. Jennifer Home Mendy, a chair of the National Transportation Safety Board, said the maintenance crews checked the plane and cleared it to fly, but the airline decided not to use it for the long route to Hawaii over the water so that it could return very quickly to the airport if the warning light appeared. Uh, Friday's flight was headed to Oregon to Southern California and made it back to the Portland without serious injury and to any of the any of the 171 passengers and six crew members. But the decision to allow it to fly overland in the first place struck some aviation experts as illogical. Damn! So if you're afraid to take an airplane far from uh, far from the from land, what is the reason for that? That has to be an answered by uh, Alaska Airlines," said Stephen Wallace in air safety consultant and commercial pilot who once headed a accident investigations for federal aviation administration. So kind of what happened? So what happened with your mom? Because it sounds like there's a lot of, a lot of things are happening with these um, plane models. So what happened with your mom? Why don't I read this little blip and then can I kind of understand? So okay. Monday afternoon, United Airlines said it's found loose bolts and other insulation issues on door plugs that were inspected after the Alaska Airlines incident. So, a lot of the plugs in the planes are loose, right? Or not pressurizing enough. So, if you don't pressurize, they have a blowout, right? So, a lot of these people are losing, you know, it blows out. We have objects flying out of the plane. Have you heard about the phone that's about 15,000 feet? Yeah. 
Okay. So with that being said, what happened with my mom is that they grounded a lot of these Boeings, and so my mom was not able to fly home. And there was a, a, a scatter to find a flight home for my mom. Um, luckily, my mom was able to join my uh, older brother and his son flying back from the Phoenix area to the home. Um, to catch a flight there to get back home. Now it's through Southwest. Southwest doesn't have those planes. Um, yeah, so that was like a scatter. Like, oh, crap. What do we do? We're going to be trying to find a way to get home. You know, just like running a scatter. You know what I mean? It, it is absolutely um, scary for a lot of reasons. So. Yeah, because in general, people, for the most part, people have a, some the majority of people have a minor fear of flying. You know, something we all just like, you know, you're up in the air, you're you're left to their devices. Uh, but there, this, this, these are the type of stories that give the people who have a, a like, uh, I forget what the name of. Huge anxiety. Huge anxiety, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, well, that's just like credit to them. They're like, oh, nope, another reason why I don't fly. And it, it's, it's very disheartening because that's, that's, that's what happens. And. Like it's it, it it it's it, it's in the back of our minds. It's one of those thoughts of like, it could happen. Now it mm. did happen, and then it's like, when will it happen? That's the thought process. And now they have to go through all these like, what, what was the model of this plane? Uh, uh, the the Boeing Boeing seven thirty seven Max nine Max nine. Yeah. Oh, and Max nine is basically what they did was take the middle row out of the emergency entrance out and they made more seats. So, so yeah, in essence, that's what it is. But anyways, you, yeah, I know most people have been on planes and be like, Oh yeah, I've been on a huge plane, but there's been three exits on each side of the, the, the plane. So the, but they took those, those middle ones out and took, you only have the front and back. The so. good thing, the, the positive thing of this incident is that, at least no one was sitting. No one was sitting in the the seats that were that was blown out, and a lot well, of actually they were a little a little bit of not like huge damages, but there were some minor injuries with them. True, and they definitely scared them. And then there was this kid that was apparently flying by himself. Ooh. and um, I know. And this woman helped him. That's another. You know, that's a great thing about humanity is like sometimes people step up to the plate. Oh, this person's flying alone. That's you know. And there, and then apparently there was a few mothers with their babies that they were holding on to as well. So, oh oof. yeah, that's scary. It is scary. It is a scary thought. And luckily, they were just get from what was it, sixteen hundred feet or sixteen thousand feet to the point where they it does not don't take off your seatbelt yet. So people, yeah, like all of us, the second like uh, freedom from seatbelts, I'm not gonna die. Like yeah, for, like okay, I'm taking my seatbelt off. But boy, some of those people were lucky. So it, it sounds like they're going to be investigating this, and I don't know how I feel about um, kind of looking through this. It, that Boeing is us. Oh wait, Boeing promised to assist with the findings of the inspections. I, I it, hopefully there is a third party uh, looking into this because there has been some cut corners. It looks like, and yeah, and it's one of those things where. This was, for the most part, very lucky, uh, all things considered. It could have been way worse. Um, like, I know the door, someone found the door. Imagine if you found that in your backyard. 
<laughs> you gotta pay me a fee, man, to get it back. I ain't giving it to you. You gotta give me something for like, it. Like <laughs> this is like this is gonna be a, a this is gonna be a museum piece in my yard. Like this is a, because I'm leaving where it is where it stands. Folks. Because oh god, imagine that that just because apparently from what I looked into a little bit, it flew ended up in their yard, just a couple of feet away from their house. So who that, that landing in your house? <laughs> I know that'd be a wake up call. Like uh, Alaska Air, or is it Alaska or United Air? Um, but whatever, Alaska whatever, Air, Alaska, whatever. They're paying for my a new housing. Maybe they wait. Hold on, things. Oh, the extra emergency doors. Oh, they have the extra emergency doors in the middle. So, oh, okay, my bad. So this is a, the plane that actually has the middle emergency rows. So, all right. So I think Sorry, I, I think no, that's fine. I think. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, definitely it is a definitely a wake up call. How do you explain that to the insurance company? It lands on your house. Uh, a door landed in my house from an airplane. <laughs> do I get this covered? No, that was not covered by your insurance policy. <laughs> you did not sign up for that coverage. <laughs> uh, as far as this incident, you know, coupled with the uh, the plane's troubled history and underscores the ongoing challenges in the aviation safety management that we talked about multiple times. And the the critical need for like stringent management, like with the uh, with so low of like employment that I can see how that's happening, and the you know these inspection protocols and very loose transparent communications among airlines, manufacturers, and regulatory bodies. You know it's it's this needs to be very very tight knit so we can ensure you know passengers safety. I think and. Because yeah, this this is a major wake up call. Like, sure there there's been things, accidents, planes quote crash, but it's just one of the things where people were continuously find a a vehicle that kept like had the check engine line on, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can I can go well, a little bit more. Fly home. Oh good. It can <laughs> keep going. It can keep going. We're already delayed our flights. It's fine. Oh, wild. All right. Yeah, definitely. Any final thoughts here? Um, uh, be cautious what kind of plane you're flying on next. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, we're going to jump into the video because I, I know I'm going to, I'm going to dig Liz deeper into the pit of the online media. And I'm going to join you guys oh, too because this is, this is a part of the internet that, I I dipped my pinky toe in, but have not really like I I get it, but I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be watching a video as uh, it's gonna be a cinnamon toast Ken video, uh, and they will explain a little bit, and we'll put our two cents in it. So give us one second. Hey, Mary is gonna teach us about. Girl World. She's made this big slide, this big presentation for us to go through and learn all the things that we don't ever know about. Because where we talk about these people, there's always people in the comments being like, Ken, you don't know the lore. The 10 years of information that you're missing, you don't have it, and it's just killing me inside that you don't know. So now we're going to know. This is intro to... Do you know what Girl World is? No, I don't. Did you know this existed at all? No. 
me i i have i have a like i said i dip my toe into the world of girl world but not not to the extent where we're about to jump into i watched the first few minutes of the video i'm like you know this is gonna be a this is gonna be a fun video for uh to watch with liz and for all our listeners um but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna they these like when when I see Cinnamon Toast Ken and Buff Bro together, they're usually talking about some weird things and stuff like TLC shows and things like of that nature. Uh, and there's some characters in some some people of the girl world that we're gonna jump into that they talk about. But it's one of those wild things where it's a it's a whole separate part of the internet that and that we just don't know about. And we're just gonna I'm gonna subject Liz into more of it. The girl world, a British summary by Mary, Ken's hot wife. <laughs> I love that in parentheses. Ken's hot wife. That's right. <laughs> also in parentheses by the greatest YouTubers to ever live. That's right. All right, so first off, who are the girls? The girls. I got a question already for Mary. Why is it girls spelt like that? As you can see at the bottom of the slide, fun fact, Amber named the girl world as that's how she pronounces the word girl. It's all there, right in front of me. I, just, I felt like I just asked Mary where like the ketchup was. <laughs> it's like sitting right there. Yeah, I can. It's just still echoing. Yeah, sorry. Hello, testing one two. Anyway, it, it's like echoing. It, uh, Two mics are on. That's what it sounds like. Um. Okay. Well, hopefully it'll fix itself in a little bit. But it's it's one of those things like here. Just like I think all of us have been like it's right in front of your face, right there. Like, when was the last time you made a PowerPoint presentation? At high school, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss those days. PowerPoints are fun. PowerPoints are fun. I kind of want to do one now. Just for fun, something. Oh, maybe we should do that as a, a fun episode. Just like one of our interests, just make a, a PowerPoint and we have to teach each other something. And teach <laughs> right, the, teach our good. teach our audience something. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> it on the side. Okay. okay. For the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is just move one thing. And it's like right there. You're like, oh, God dang it. That wasn't there before. I promise. <clears throat> All right. So who are the girls? You got Amber Lynn Reed. She's the American queen of girl world. She's the queen. Yeah. She's got the crown. She's got the tiara. Right. She's, yeah. she's, well, we know her. We know yeah. her. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Then you got foodie beauty Chantel Marie Al Rafay, Canadian queen of girl. She's the Canadian queen, which is like oh. a, more like a, a duchess, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Canada. <laughs> So we got two leaders here. She's the yeah. co-leader. Yeah. The Canadian leader. All right. Then the one that wishes they were the leader, which is Nick Avocado Avocado. Oh, Nick Avocado. Mm, we know him too. Yeah. Hungry fat chick slash candy. Amy and Tammy <laughs> from Thousand Pound Sisters, right? What? Amy and Tammy were one of the original, well, they, the both of them, were the original girls. They started their whole career here on YouTube. And then they were picked up. They took Amberlynn's whole dream being picked up by TLC. And now they're super famous outside of the girl world. 
Oh. Amberlynn and Jelly. Amy and Tammy. Okay. All right. All right. And then uh, there's a there's also the the other. So yeah, this is a whole space of individuals that TLC has made a bunch of. Zo- I, when was the last time you watched a TLC show? Wait, what is TLC? What, what was TLC originally? It's been a hot minute. What was TLC? I Travel. I don't, TLC. Uh, no, the TLC. The, I don't know what it was originally, but I the Learning Channel. TLC. The Learning Channel. That's what it was originally. Was it? I think that's what. It, oh, really? Let me double check. I think that's. Oh, well, we weren't learning much. We were working, well, learning about the world, I guess. Not before. Uh, I saw clips of it. I haven't really watched TLC in a hot minute, and when we watched it briefly. Yeah, my six hundred pound life. I watched maybe a couple of episodes of that. Uh, Little people, big world. A couple of episodes of that. I, I haven't really watched it in a hot, very hot minute. It's it's yeah. literally called the Learning Channel. From, yeah, we're learning about other people and their problems. <laughs> Liz, that, they're not problems. Don't don't judge people on that. Okay. Okay, how about their disabilities or Liz? Mm-hmm, don't don't say that. You, you, there are certain things you can't say about certain people. Remember that. <laughs> what, 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 what we're what we're learning? What we're, we're learning? We're going to learn world that we have the inept world to the axis of the world to everyone. Well, you know, we're going to learn about gr- we're going to learn about girl world. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, God. like channels that are like the lower masters, the girl world professors. Mm-hmm. And this is some of the ones that Mary's listed. I'm sure there's more, but you got like Zachary, Michael, you got, oh. and then there's that the thing that, that, that's the thing about what's interesting about the internet, YouTube, and just these spaces is that there's people that there are people who make these communities. And then there's people who make communities to talk about these communities. And it's, and it's just like, and it just becomes this potential career, right? Like, and, and, I don't think as a kid, when we were growing up, this would ever have been a job. Like there are jobs criticizing critics and things like that. Um, news, news writers and things like that, but never to the extent where your job would be a commentator for girl world. Yeah, I know. Right. Was it apathetic facts? Karina Kaboom, Willow Davis and then others. There are other people like there are more people than what I just listed as to who are the girls. So there are other people that these people talk about, but primarily their channels were created to talk about these people. Uh, out, out of these guys, my favorites, obviously, are Beast to Beast. You, I've already told you guys how much I love what Beast a name. to Beast. He's what fantastic. A name. He doesn't Bruh. talk about pretty much anyone other than Amberlynn and Hungry Fat Chick. Um, out of the girl world, I mean, although he has talked about Amy and Tammy before, but he does a lot of stuff outside of the girl world. But Zachary Michael, Apathetic Facts, Karina Kaboom, Willow Davis, Alice is Shook, and Mr. Snowflake, that, that is their bread and butter. Like the girl world is how they make their living. So they are the experts. I am definitely not a girl world professor. I am just uh, a connoisseur. A, yeah, there we go. A yeah. A connoisseur. That's a shout. You gotta love that. Girl World Professor. That's your title. What's your title, Liz? What is your title? Uh, 
convoluted princess. <laughs> <laughs> Have all those channels, and then more if you want to. You want to get some more people that, that you know get get more juicy and deep into it. So, why do we care? A lot of people watch the girl world in the same way they watch reality TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But instead of being produced, Ned about TLC girl world content is produced in its very own stars. Each girl has her own show and they have their own audience, the quiet bit overlap, and they all occasionally interact with each other. So I guess that's why they're the girl world because they like kind of, yeah, like there's crossovers. All connected. That makes sense. It's, it's entertainment for someone. We, we've done it. That we wa- people watch reality TV shows. It's nothing new. It's just now, instead of being a big company producing it, it's just you and me, like how we do the show. It's just just us producing our own show, which I see no, 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 nothing wrong with that. There is a lot of crossover. They're gang gang. They're gang gang, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's usually it's the plot, uh, lots of unexpected twists and turns, funny side characters. I mean, it's usually separate time periods from the girl world into specific eras or shows. In the, you know, the, the whole eras thing is getting on my nerves. Like, this is my blah era. Like, <laughs> era. era, era, era. I just, I just throw stuff in there and let Otto Craig get me. It's like, what, what is an era? You know, a long and distinct period of history, you know? And I, I guess that makes sense, but like a long, a long that part, people are like, this is my air. They do something for like a week. You know? It's like, shut up. It's just like, it's just like breaking, like people say breaking Bruh. the internet. Oh, it makes me cringe to my core. Unless you got Comcast. You never know when yeah. you got Comcast. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're Wreck It Ralph, you know, then you break the internet literally. Life in the girl world tends to move in cycles. And even when things seem to go completely sideways, almost always ends exactly where it began. The endless cycle. This predictability makes it easy for the audience to make guesses as to what will happen next. And it's also drawn viewers back in after years after they decide to stop watching. Oh, but we got a trigger warning down here. Uh-oh. Ooh. Trigger trigger warning. Right. The theater. Things have gotten very dark in the girl world before with serious allegations of domestic violence, animal abuse, and drug and alcohol abuse. For the most part, things are lighthearted, but that always isn't the case. All right. So the All first right, person right? we're going to get a little, we got a summary of uh, the people that we listed here. And then in the future videos, Mary's going to teach us more in depth about. So are you ready to jump into the, we're going to be jumping into the girl world in the near future. What are your thoughts? All kind right. Of, so what are your thoughts? I'm kind of triggered. <laughs> so what, what are your just initial thoughts before we kind of get this, like a little brief introduction of this space on the internet? Because we, we, we have some bonus episodes we have on the side that are going to be niched. But there's a niche of kind of a more public-facing um, uh, sector of communities. What, what, what are your thoughts when you're hearing these things or talking about it? What, what's coming to mind? I, I don't know what to expect. Um, I have a feeling... Because if if I am correct, I I have an idea who the the TLC people got to take those two big girls, my six hundred pound life. I think that was is really on yeah. towards obesity and um, gorging themselves. I feel like that's what it is. And but if there's like a lot of good things going on, I don't understand. So <laughs> there like like they mentioned earlier, there's a lot of things that happen in the background because it's like a, a reality TV show. Uh, well, let's find out. Let's find out a little bit more. About 
each person. So the first person we got here is Amberlynn Reed, right? Amber is a weight loss vlogger who has documented 11 years of failed diets plus his clothing hauls and new days. She built an audience who supported and cared for her and then lied to and disappointed that audience to the point of resentment. There are many more serious allegations regarding Amber, including the neglect of her pets and abuse of her girlfriends. We can't play it. We can't play the audio because of the music. But uh, yeah, she's uh, that's been her weight loss journey right there. Wow. <laughs> she started that journey somewhere, but she ended up she's she's like close to Narnia or something. Though. She's like... <laughs> I mean, when I first found. What what are your initial thoughts of the first girl world character in this world? Yeah, I feel like she's doing it for attention. Because that's the way the description of it is for attention. Like she purposely does this for a reason. Like, I don't know. Well that's kind of what, that what that's kind of what people do online. They're they're they want that's what people are online for. They want a level but of attention. I, her weight loss journey has gone the opposite direction. It's never gone down. It looks like it always went up. Found <laughs> Amber, like when I was a little Am baby, I was fully rooting for her. And I feel like most people who stumble across Amberlynn or even who see these kinds of videos that are criticizing Amber or talking about Amber in any way, they say like, well, what what is the issue? What is this terrible thing? She's just trying to do her best to better her health, which, yeah, that's why I liked her in the beginning. That's why most people like her. She's funny and she's pretty and she's out there saying she wants to better herself and better her health. And everybody is really supportive of that. And then you find out that's not actually what she's doing. She self-sabotages a lot. She's there. There is like I said in the earlier slide, a lot of more serious allegations about um, how she treats the people and animals in her life. Uh, but most people who see Amber in the beginning really do want, and even now, I really do want what is best for Amber. So what you're saying is... Okay, but what are your thoughts with her kind of explanation why she was... Because it makes sense. You want to support someone who's trying their best. You know, I and I, I agree with that. I'm all for supporting your best. I'm all for you know doing your best. But what's frustrating is that if she self sabotages, she's doing it. She's easily a manipulator, right off the bat. That's what came across manipulation. <laughs> like she's manipulating people. She's manipulating the her uh, her circumstances. Her. her her determination. She's not really doing. Yes, I. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for people getting the better, but if they're just like, mm, eh, you're like, okay. Is if we see anybody in the comments that's trying to like be mad about it, then we know we know they're new. We know they're new. You're like, you don't know yet. <laughs> you know, you don't know what's going on. You don't know the story, which we don't know either. That's why we're here to learn. All right. So the next person in the girl world is Chantel the Beauty Beauty. Chantel's channel began with the makeup tutorials and quickly moved to the world of mukbangs, story time, and vlogs. God, I have muk You know what a mukbang is, right? At least. It's a overeating, right? Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Mukbangs were a style of videos for the most part. It, 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 it kind of turned into that sense of overeating, but it's not really that. It, it, it is a style of video where you're eating in front of a camera, uh, like if it was you and me. And you would watch someone as they chat uh, and kind of felt like you had someone you're eating 
a lunch a meal with so you it's like you're there with them and then it, it turned into something else because then people started going outrageous with it and that's kind of where the this the kind of the stigma of what mukbangs are now like these overindulged things but yeah originally it was just like having a meal with a friend as they just kind of talk about random stuff you're like oh like what you know we were doing like if we were having lunch and we were just talking like on the podcast it's just like that would be considered a, a mukbang if we were just having lunch and just like yeah that's crazy and like oh just read a quick comment things like that that would, I, I think that would be considered a mukbang uh because you're eating in front of a camera to your audience uh but yeah like they, it's been it's been kind of bastardized in that sense where where your thought of what a mukbang is is what most people see nowadays mukbang is like the dumbest <laughs> trend i guess was it even really a trend it, yeah it, it was. was a trend yeah kind of. it, it's it's its own genre and it definitely became trendy and popular to do in about 2017 that's when it really picked up we need to bring that um, back Liz. and now it's kind of yeah, we gotta do one out of style in the western world like some people still do them yes people make money from them still we gotta make that money no make that moolah. trendy i would say my opinion of mukbangs has always been it has like an underlying like fetish Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like ASMR. Like, like you know, people be like, oh, I use ASMR to sleep. Yeah. But then, like, you got the ASMR videos where, like, it's like a hot chick with, like, a microphone with an ear on it. And she's like. Yeah. That's a whole other kind of Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. It's sim- similar veins for me looking at it. Um, yeah, mukbangs are just people are just like, yeah. It's the, the feeders, you know, like, yeah, eat that. Yeah, yeah fatty, eat that food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do it again next week, too. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. She is also a live streamer who has documented some of the most extreme self-humiliation that I personally have witnessed on YouTube. There is a lot of fart, shart, burp, and vomit content. There's a lot. <laughs> Bruh. So she's kind of like, uh, like the more realistic version of Nick Avocado then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right with the burps and the shorts and the <laughs> uh, I would say that with Nick, it seems more like an act. With Chantel, everything seems very genuine. All cards are laid on the table. That is crazy. With Chantel. Now that I don't smell like a bag of farts anymore and a bologna and cheese sandwich. Oh my god, you guys. Hilarious. I don't know if that's good, if that's better or worse, Katie. I we're gonna get, we're what do you think? get to Nick, but you know how I felt about him already, even before what are your thoughts of this character they're developing for their audience? I, I don't understand. Why would you, like, I don't know. I feel like the humiliation is so bad in here. <laughs> like, it's sad. Like, we, like oh, we're, we're just getting kind of cliff notes at this point. Like I said, we're not, we're not doing a full diet. That would take us hours of this. And we're, like, and we're kind of exploring it with... Uh, uh, cinnamon toast can and buff bro here and to like like i said we're just touching we're dipping our we're dipping our toes i dipped my pinky and now we're dipping our toes to get with liz to see how the water is and how, how's the water at the moment liz uh grossly gross like Come on, it's not, shirts apparently it's not that it's <laughs> like not an that. exploding toilet <laughs> like learning about this stuff oh, he's like a um like a character based off of all these people but he's right. just gone too far he's a method actor you know he's <laughs> okay and i guess we'll learn more about like this all this this stuff down here in a future future episode man it's uh sounds pretty serious 
Wow. Moving on to the next one. We got old Nick Avocado. This is who I know. God dang it. We know this guy. Yeah, we, know, we know this we know, one. I know Anyways, that guy. Old Nick began his YouTube career playing the violin. And What's up? Didn't we have him on the show at one point? I think we did a blip about him once upon a time. Yeah, I think we talked about him doing In something. One of our convoluted po- yeah, yeah, I just don't remember what it was. But yeah, I, I think I think something happened. Sounds awfully familiar. Nikocado Avocado, <laughs> what a name! You gotta have a name that pops off on the internet, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think I think we did a story. That I would have to go back. It's we talk about so much. But we might have, but yeah, like maybe because I, like I said, I, this is where my toes been dipped in because he's been in a lot of, a lot of talks with a lot of people that I watch content with and he's been spoken about through those guys content. So that's how I know of him. Like I have, I think I've watched one video of one or two videos of him making kind of a response video to some stuff. There's one of those things when Someone you watch talks about another person, and then there's like others oh, back. There's a lot, but yeah, I this is someone who I I've I've seen things about vlogging about his international romance with now husband Orlin. Made a lot of vegan content as both he and Orlin were dedicated to the lifestyle and had met one another in Facebook group for vegan men. Uh, in a vlog 2016, Nicholas denounced the vegan lifestyle after Damn. expressing his frustration that he was never vegan enough, which sounds like a vegan oh, problem, no. to keep everyone happy. <laughs> it's like, I'm eating this. This is vegan. And someone's like, oh, but by the way, did you know that there's a ingredient in there that's not vegan that no one knows about? And everybody goes, what can Bruh. I eat? Freeze, vegan he was also facing health issues that he believed could have been linked to his restrictive dieting. Nicholas began making mukbangs. He was one of the only American men to do so. His content oh, became more and more extreme okay. as the volume of food he consumed increased. So did his dramatic antics. Like the Nick Avocado is definitely a character, 100%. It's not. Oh, it's not yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It's at 1,010% a character, but a very like, dangerous one. Plus, the feedback in his com- uh, comments was negative. His views increased with each act of self-humiliation. The lines between the real Nick and the character he created have become so blurred it's difficult to distinguish who's who. Recently, it seems he's on a healthier path. Back back um, well, last year, the year before last, I think, Nick and... Uh- That's one of those things that's like, for the most part, we, we're genuine, genuine when it comes to this show, for the most part. We, we play up a little bit just for the show, just to make it a little bit more... A little bit more fun uh we can say that um but there are there are moments for certain people who oh make content that develop characters for their online persona and some people sometimes just don't know who's real and who's not sometimes and it can just really blur the line and that's where it becomes really scary like i we we could be complete like a-holes on this show and just be super negative about everything just and we can just be uh very negative to each other just that that type of podcast where we just like berate each other because that's good for content right but mm-hmm. then it becomes to that point where it's like where does the real real uh person go to where's the character you know yeah um, Oompaville, they were making videos together and all of a sudden they even had like a podcast and then uh, I'm, I, we made a video talking about it and I was like, I was pointing out how like, like Oompaville was getting all these views and all these subscribers <laughs> and then comparing it to Nick Avocado and he wasn't like really getting anything from it. He's getting a little bit, but it was like, like heavily in favor 
of Oompaville. Of of Oompaville, yeah. Yeah, because of the spectacle. He was like, he was like becoming the person that you're watching Nick through. And and, uh, a short short time after that, they stopped. I don't know, Dane, if I caused something to happen or what, but, uh, you know. Wow. Well, there goes your collab with Nick. (laughs) Right out the window, kid. Oh, man. Maybe maybe someone watched my video and went, you know what? He's right. Why am I not getting all the stuff from this? Why is he making all the money? You know, it's he's making. Oh, dude. Emotional. I don't know know for sure, but. You think it was? I want to. I wish to be a fly on the wall. Mm, it's, you know I mean? it's, it's definitely sus but again like, i don't i don't know anything to speak on maybe i don't know maybe they had a falling out maybe they just decided to go to separate i don't know anyway moving on to the next person we got hungry fat chick candy godiva what a name <laughs> or is it godiva like, i don't know what is godiva godiva once again naming convention when that is your online name right that's when it becomes wild The Godiva, yeah, hungry fat chick though. That should be like my first. <laughs> that is a that, that's pretty catchy. When you hear like, who are you talking hey, yo, about? Guys, it's oh, me. I, I don't know. Fat fat boy, boy, hungry hungry kids. <laughs> <laughs> Always hungry. Stay hungry. All right, let's learn about her. Uh, Candy is a former adult fetish model who has huh. created eating and other fetish content on the internet since 2002. Her channel was created to be a food review channel, but was abandoned until mukbangs became main. Uh, all these people did mukbangs. Yeah, they that were makes like, sense. Finally, it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! After which she found her home within the niche. You know, it's it's also our time, Dane. You know, yeah, it's it's also our time. Like uh, content creation has been moving more to like your PG uh, kind of stuff. Like you still got that kind of crazy things that people go watch, but just in general, YouTube is, uh, it looks like a frowning on it. It just gets less and less views. Even stuff that we did, like we had that video to where like the, the husband wants to be breastfed by his wife. That video as funny as it was, is just too much on that sexual side. And it just doesn't do well anymore. And like, like people unsubscribe when you upload that stuff. Now that people that watch us, So yeah, we just got to keep it. We get, we need to go back to what we used to do. Well, we're just gonna we do what we want. Running right, series, just go find something that's funny and dumb on the internet and just laugh Nobody about it, and then move on about our day. <laughs> you know, Big Ed. Everybody, people are done with Big Ed. People are done with all this stuff. And we, we just, it's our time, Dane. It's our time. It is. It really is. And the internet, you know, what I'm saying, like you were saying, it's moving towards what we already do. Hence, why we are. The greatest YouTubers. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know. We're the best. We're the best. And we're taking from the greatest like, there's YouTubers. There's so many people that are trying to do. I, I swear on, on my on my Twitter, every time I look, it's just like some streamer that's doing something dumb to get attention. Constantly. Yeah. We've talked about that. We've talked about that. It, man, it's just like, okay. Tell me you saw the drama alert garbage like today. Today? <laughs> what, what happened today? Drama alert had the Island Boys... <laughs> said boys. something about some brotherly love and they're just, like, they're just making out like a picture of them just making yeah, out yeah i saw that like, kick apologized for posting that and then said they fired their the person that does that job and then they made a joke yeah. later like still got the still got the password it was just a marketing thing it's just oh yeah yeah Crazy, anyway dude. <laughs> wild oh uh, yeah that's that is a big difference between candy and the other girls here is that Candy has never hid the fact that she's a fetish model. Like she just, if she's always done these kinds of videos, Nikocado clearly, obviously, and we'll go into more depth with that later, is doing fetish work. 
but he really wants it to not appear like that. He really wants it to be like, this is just comedy. This is just all for the ha-has and he hees. He's got only fans too, you know? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, right. he does. <laughs> Chantel, oh. she, a lot of her stuff, it's clearly, fit. like, either for her own fetishes with the self-humiliation, like some people are into humiliating themselves publicly and they get off I don't on know. it. That's or a whole she's other being paid by other people to self-humiliate like that online because it's it's not um, it's not regular behavior. Um, and out of all of these people, I personally cannot stand to watch Chantel or Nick ever myself. Um, I watch content regarding them through other people, like through the screen, in the same way that a lot of people will watch TLC through the most handsome, best YouTubers in the world, Cinnamon Toast Cannon Buff Pro, <laughs> they cannot stand to watch MILF Manor on their own. That's how I feel about watching <laughs> Chantal and Nick and Amber on occasion. And Candy, I'm just not Candy's intended audience. You're welcome. All right. You're well. The, the way that you feel when you're watching it by yourself, that's how we feel. And then we got to make it funny. So subscribe <laughs> and like and do all the stuff because, all right. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's a good way to end that. Give us one second, everyone. All right, we're back. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where definitely there are we we are definitely not their intended audience. Um, um, and like I, I was, we were talking, we are not their intended audience, right? Uh, yeah. but it is a it is an, an audience nonetheless, and. It just it's a section of on the online space that we we don't touch. Uh, I like I said I have a little bit, but that's because of controversies and stuff like that. Because of people of that I watch talk about these people, and just um what with the 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 presentation that we got from Ken's wife. What are your just initial thoughts of Girl World? Not not my uh, not my niche, not my field of watch. It's not something I'd be interested in. I have no intention that I, not to like diss on them. That's their thing. That's what they make the money. I just preferably that's not my thing. Like I think about overeating, and I'm like I think about it on a daily struggle. It's my own personal struggle. Like I'm overeating, I need to stop doing that. That's and that I think that would be hard for me to watch because it would make me a cringe, just internally, mentally, spiritually, physically, because it's not my my uh, my life goal. My I mean, you know, my goal is to be healthy and be able to do a lot of things in life. I don't ever want to be limited. So I like to travel. I like to explore and venture. I do love to eat, but I also know that it comes with I need to restrict myself to having one nice meal a day or uh, or really enjoying really quality food every once in a while. Not always going out every day and eating out, you know. Unfortunately, we can't leave right now because it's snow <laughs> and ice and everybody's doesn't know how to drive in it. And if they do, they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And we we're not gonna be diving anymore, but at least I was able to get your foot wet a little bit. Thing. But we're gonna be diving into some interesting topics in some of the bonus episodes that Liz might not be very comfortable with. But I think we both agreed that we're just gonna kind of like jump headfirst in some some of these 
uh, to not only just educate ourselves, but to see how squeamish we will get with each other. Uh, but this is kind of a this uh, this is the a little bit lighter taste of some of the bonus episodes um, that we're gonna be doing. So this is like a taste that we just you guys had. So, so I hope you guys enjoy kind of a taste because this is more. This is a little bit lighter, even though it's a <laughs> no pun intended big topic. Uh, <laughs> I think the pun was intended. <laughs> I, I I didn't, but it, it just I just had to had to do it. Um, the, it is a section of the it is a section of the internet that is very divisive. It has characters. It has people that go at each other. There's drama. There are allegations, and then there's just these this things of health and things of that nature, right? That you were talking about earlier. Uh, but then these are there are the audience as an audience there are people who are watching them to succeed or fail or just just make a mess of each themselves and definitely it is a it is content nonetheless and not content Mm -hmm. for us but content for someone um and yeah i think that's kind of really any final closing thoughts for you um well I really hope for the best for them. I hope they really figure it out what they want in life, and maybe they have, and that's their niche, and that good on them if they're making money and doing what they love, and good on them. I that's not my thing. And I hope for the best. That's all. And obviously, we're not doing any mutt banks lately. Anytime <laughs> soon. How about how about if we get how many likes on on a YouTube video? Hmm, twenty. Yeah, that seems feasible. Okay. Feasible if we do a mop bang. Okay. Okay. Twenty you guys heard that. Twenty likes on this YouTube video and we'll 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 come up with a mukbang. A gluten free, lactose free mukbang. Yeah, I'm, I'm, as much as I'll, I I want to torture Liz, yeah, this uh, we gotta make it a little enjoyable. You know, mukbangs are supposed to be enjoyed. <laughs> you gotta enjoy the food you're eating at least, right? So yeah, twenty yeah. likes and we'll 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 figure out a mukbang episode. That'll be fun, you know. But yeah, twenty likes, twenty likes. Okay, everyone, thank you again for listening or watching. You know, it's fun, Liz. Thank you for joining me. Because we, well, you can't really do anything else apparently. Uh, so but yeah, snow day. <laughs> snow day. You know, we, how often do we get snow days as, as adults, right? Uh, Actually, yeah, I know, the right? kids don't even get snow days anymore because there's online people just to like they say, oh, snow day. Nope. Sign in. That's that's a thing now. Oh, actually, no. My some places have not done that. Some people do. Some like, places, yeah. Yeah, but it's one. It just it just ruins it now. The the idea. That's a whole other topic. Uh, we can jump into, but that kind of sucks. The, the idea of snow days. Well, you grew up in California, so you don't really. You didn't have. I snow never day. had a snow day. There was not even a fire day. Not an earthquake day. <laughs> oh God, the snow days. Oh, it's raining. Oh, whoop de doo. Like yeah, there was no like ending of school. It's just. 300 days in school and here you are oh man snow days in chicago were amazing like we still went to school when there was like a foot of snow but sometimes you're a little too much it's like you got those blizzards like stay home stay home but that's a story for another day um but yeah Uh, thank you guys everyone don't forget to share the show uh join me and maybe liz every once in a while on a live stream um and look forward to our bonus episodes. We'll be getting all that stuff ready. I hope you enjoyed the show. So, everyone, until next time, see ya. Bye.